If you've never really believed that you're worthy or deserving of the good things that happen to you, how do you start? Where do you begin to like, appreciate, and value yourself? Hi, welcome to a heart-centered conversation here on Business Mindset Mastery. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always learn about me and how to work with me personally over at heathergrayconsulting.com. And today we're diving into a more personal topic. A couple of weeks ago, you heard me have a conversation about charging your worth and charging for services that with prices that are reflective of who you are, how you move through the world, how much training you've had, how much experience you've had, and how to set your prices unapologetically. And one of the recent um, weekends I had, I had a conversation with a young business owner and her conversation about worth with me had nothing to do with price, had nothing to do with sale of goods. It had way more of a sense of how she saw herself or rather how she didn't see herself. I had been at this arts and crafts fair and I was kind of, you know, over sort of overcome with a woman's talent and what she did and the work she put into it. And I I just complimented her so genuinely. And I said, hey, listen, you know, I I love following artists and people. I'd love to know your Instagram profile, your, your Instagram handle. I'd love to follow you over there. I so love what you're doing and so appreciate your talent. You know, do you have a business card or anything? And as she gave me the card, her hand was shaking a little bit. And when I looked up, I could see that she was crying. And I obviously was like, oh, I'm sorry. Are you okay? (laughs) Like, obviously, when the therapist goes to an arts and crafts fair, it's not your average typical day. And so she was kind of, you know, embarrassed and brushing her tears aside. And she's like, it's just like, that was such a beautiful compliment. And she's like, sometimes you show up at these fairs and people don't even make eye contact with you because they're so shy about not buying something or they don't want you to, you know, start trying to sell them. So they just want to come in and look at what you're doing and leave. She's like, I was just really caught off guard by how genuine and how warm you were. And, you know, you, you said such nice compliments. And so I started to, you know, do what I do in these situations and just talk to her. And what ended up coming out was just a story of a woman who had constantly been left. Um, she grew up in several different homes. Um, she had been uh, raised by a, a single dad for the most part, but then her dad um, died uh, when she was just 11 years old. So she stayed with an aunt and then the aunt couldn't really take her anymore. So then she moved on to, um, you know, uh, another extended cousin, like an older cousin in the family. Um, and then I think her she had like a third home with yet another family member. And she had this story of her life um, that just was so pointed by loss. Um, A mother who didn't want to be a mom, a father who said yes, but then got sick and left, and then family member after family member who said yes and then turned in in their yeses for her care then turned into no's. So she, you know, carried the story of just not being seen, not being validated, and never really being the person people stayed for 
or being the person that people really committed to. And as I was talking to her, I just said, you know, you keep showing up for yourself. You keep saying yes, like you have a full-time job, you have this hobby and passion you really believe in, and you've spent all this time on YouTube learning things, and you've invaded all the craft stores and gone to all the flea markets and gotten as many discounts as possible, and you've built yourself this little beautiful business for yourself, and you've really shown up for yourself. And she said to me, oh, this isn't a business. This is just something I do for fun. And I said, well, if I want to buy what's right in front of me, how am I going to pay for it? And she pulls out her square credit card reader. And I said, okay, you made something. I'm buying it. You have a way of receiving payment. You're taking my money. That, my friend, is a business. What would you need to see in order to believe that you actually have a business? And we got into the conversation because you know me, I do what I do. I have these conversations everywhere I go. Um, And it was a really remarkable moment of kind of helping her reframe the story of worth and the story of value. And I think that when we look at low self-esteem, a lack of confidence, not believing in ourselves, a hesitancy to show up, a hesitancy to put ourselves out there. It all might be described differently, but the roots of it and the guts of it are all pretty much the same. A lack of faith in our own worth or a fear of putting our worth out there in, in hesitancy to do so because what if people disagree? And what if the world looks at us and what we're doing and they say, there, there, little girl, not so fast, you're not that good. So we get hesitant to put ourselves out there to name what we're good at, to celebrate our strengths because we're so worried that the world is going to come down and knock us down a peg or two. When that habitual way of thinking fails to serve us, it also really fails to protect us. We're doing it because we think it's protecting us, but it's not protecting us from anything. What it's really doing is failing to serve us. But a chronic history of not believing in yourself, not seeing yourself, not valuing yourself, how do you just change that overnight? Well, one of the things that I did in this conversation with this young woman, and I indulged and asked her permission to say, I just said, hey, it's kind of a workplace hazard for me, but this is kind of my day job. Could I take a stab at helping you with this? And she said, of course. And you know, we went on a quick walk and she left somebody else that had been with her in the tent, um, you know, to, to run the tent for her. And we went on this walk and I just said, well, you know, you keep saying like, it's not a real business. Everybody laughed, blah, 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 blah. But like at the end of the day, you showed up for yourself. You didn't just have a hobby and keep it a hobby and give away your things and, you know, just, you know, idly choose random people from work to receive your things or give them away as Christmas gifts. You did believe that you you were good enough and valuable enough that your talent was worthy of a sale. So whatever you internally think about yourself, your behavior is already speaking to something different. Your behavior is already illustrating that there's a part of you that knows you are gosh darn talented at this. There's already a part of you that knows what you're capable of. And because you're having a conversation like this with me and you're not seeing me as some wackadoo woman and shutting me down, there's also a part of you that seems to want to be ready to uh, 
to see what would happen if you became someone who believed in herself, who became somebody who decided for herself that she was worthy and wasn't defining and describing her worth as defined by people who said yes and people who stayed, but what she thinks and how she believes and how she moves through the world. And I was able to And just that quick walk, make that connection. And I think that that's a solid takeaway for any of you listening who are struggling with self-doubt, low self-esteem, chronic regret. You can look at yourself and you can look at your behavior. And oftentimes, like you will say, I don't really think I can do it. I don't believe in myself. And yes, sometimes you're going to look at your behavior and you're going to see that you're frozen and stuck in the mud and you're wrapped around imposter syndrome's axle and you're not getting anywhere. But other times you can see that you're saying these thoughts and feelings of, you know, that imply a lack of self-worth and a lack of integrity, but your behavior is defining it. You're still showing up for yourself. You're still asking people for help. You're still doing something that speaks in contradiction to how you think or feel about yourself. So the first thing you want to do is to pay attention to your behaviors to see if perhaps your behavior is calling BS on your limiting belief there. And then the next thing I want you to do is I want you to go back to the root core message of this show. Who do you want to be? How do you want to move through the world? And what do you want your life and business to look like? And as you think that and you work through that frame of thinking for yourself, how do you want to be thinking about yourself? And how do you want to be feeling about yourself? So many people think these thoughts that, you know, are tied to low self-esteem and inner critic stuff and limiting beliefs because they just do it on automatic habit. It's just they've gotten so used to feeling like crap that they just keep feeling like crap without saying, if I were already the person I wanted to be, thinking and feeling my way through the life I want to have, how would I want to be thinking about myself? What would I want to be feeling? And what can I do to get myself closer to that? How can I contribute to a more positive view of myself internally and externally? So you do that gut check and you pay attention to your relationships. You pay attention to how you spend your time. You pay attention to the results you get of how you show up and how you serve and the feedback back you get and you allow the messages that are in contradiction to the story you have about yourself to take root. So often, and you've heard me say this on the show so many times, we can't get you believing in yourself just by sitting there listening to my podcast. Just like I used to tell my therapy clients that I can't get you thinking and feeling better about yourself sitting on that couch and telling me how you're thinking and feeling. This doesn't work until you go and do something different, until you create proof positive, that their inner critic story is full of nonsense, that you intentionally try to dismantle that every single day, every single interaction, every single decision becomes about being intentional and deciding and choosing and relating to the world and making decisions and moving through the world on purpose with intention. So I'd like you to think about that. First, look at the behaviors you're already doing that go in contradiction to the inner critic story you have about yourself. And then I want you to think about what would you, your actions need to look like and how would they need to be different in order to contradict your thoughts and feelings and then go have at it and see what happens next. And maybe if you don't want to be shrinked at a craft fair, you should avoid people like me. 
But that's my two cents for today. I hope you had a good takeaway from it. And if you're struggling with a heart matter, then bring it to me. Bring it to the table. Let me help. I would love to help you in your life and in your business. Get out of your own gosh darn way and on with living the life that you deserve and are most certainly worthy of. Thank you so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.